Have you ever heard the saying, "What you think you become"? Then, what does it mean for us when ninety percent of our thinking goes on subconsciously? Can the ten percent of conscious thinking be what makes all the difference in our lives? Let's find out in today's episode of Alphabet Soup. Like I mentioned earlier, ninety percent of human thought is subconscious. Psychologists like to draw an analogy to explain what this means. Think of your subconscious as your brain's hard drive. It collects and stores data from your life experiences, as well as what thoughts and emotions have accompanied your experiences thus far. So your mind is able to access this information should they experience something similar again. For example, we all learned at a young age that the stove is hot. Our brains store that information, along with the understanding that heat would be painful to touch, and then associate that with the emotion of caution. So the next time we see a burning stove, we know not to touch it. The psychiatrist Carl Jung once explained that quote, "There is a limit to what can be held in conscious focal awareness, an alternative storehouse of one's knowledge and prior experience is needed." End quote. That storehouse is the subconscious mind. Have you ever had a slip of the tongue? These slip-ups are actually breaches that offer a glimpse of our subconscious thoughts. Isn't that cool? Well, now that we have an understanding of the importance of the subconscious, we can attempt to navigate through the sea of our conscious thoughts. And although conscious thought only comprises ten percent of our brain function, it often proves. To be an overwhelming amount, and that's understandable, because people are walking on all sorts of paths, and are trying to process a multitude of information every single day. It's okay to feel overwhelmed, but this is also where it can become dangerous to allow those negative thoughts to live in your mind for too long. Because that ten percent of thought that we have control over is the portion of thought that can shape our beliefs, actions, and therefore our lives and the lives of whom we interact with. Like Gandhi once said, quote, "Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits." Your habits become your values. Your values become your destiny. End quote. What are the benefits of positive thinking? The Mayo Clinic lists increased lifespan, lower rates of depression, lower rates of distress, better psychological and physiological well-being, better cardiovascular, and reduced. Risk of death from cardiovascular disease, better coping skills, and even greater resistance to the common cold as some of the benefits of positive thinking. 
So the question is, how can we intentionally put more positive thought into our brain? To do this, we need to familiarize ourselves with what kind of thoughts we may be having. Here are the most common types of negative thinking. Number one is filtering. When you filter out all the positive and put greater weight to the negative, for example, you prepare an excellent presentation for work or school, and receive compliments and constructive criticism. A person who filters will let the constructive criticism put a cloud over the fact that they did a great job and even received compliments. Another is personalizing. People with this thought process may automatically blame themselves the moment something bad happens to them. Maybe you made plans with friends that got cancelled, and you automatically assume this happened because nobody wanted to hang out with you. Polarizing is another type of negative thinking. Polarizing means you only see things as good or bad. Everything is black and white, and there are no gray middle grounds. You either feel that you need to be perfect, or you are a complete failure. And lastly, there is catastrophizing, and this is when you automatically assume the worst. For example, you have a bad start because you woke up late in the morning. Now you think the whole day is going to be terrible. If any of these sound remotely familiar to you, then congrats, you're human. And fortunately, we can change negative into positive. Psychiatrists at the Mayo Clinic explain that to foster positive thought, we must first identify areas for improvement. Well, great, we just went over some negative thought processes that we can work on. Next. We should also surround ourselves with positive people, be open and accepting to humor and things that make us smile, and check your thoughts once in a while. Am I thinking positively? Am I trying to back my thoughts with positive intention? While we're reflecting on our most recent thoughts, I'd like to get into today's bit. The purpose of Alphabet Soup's bit is to share a quick quote or fact to spread positivity and awareness. Henry Ford once said, quote, "Whether you think you can or cannot, you're right." End quote. Hmm. What do you think of what Henry Ford said? Well, I think that it totally relates. To today's episode being all about navigating and nurturing our thoughts, because our thoughts have power on our lives. You know, sometimes life struggles make it very hard to be optimistic, and this is where the concept of optimism may often be mistaken. Being positive about our thoughts doesn't necessarily mean that we should shut away our reality. Maybe instead of putting on a mask and ignoring life's less pleasant situations, optimism means to accept our reality and make the most of what we are given. Because a situation doesn't make or break you, but 
the way you think about it does. Being aware and intentional of our thoughts is how we program our mind and our subconscious hard drive to nurture a positive future. Remember, you are in control of what you think, and no one can take that power away from you. If you like today's episode, I invite you to follow, download, and of course, share the show with your friends and family. Thanks for listening to Alphabet Soup, and see you next Tuesday.